0: Hello, 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 friends and family, and welcome back to another episode of Chasing Holly. And I know that sounds kind of weird because Gigi is not with me today, but that's okay. We're going to be giving her a phone call so she can still be a part of today's episode. But if we look at last episode, what did we do in last episode? If you guys didn't watch, last episode was called Catching Our Breath. And we talked about a whole bunch of things. Why we started Chasing Holy, what it's been like during Chasing Holy, our contemplations of giving up, and their motivation to keep going. Um, if you watched, you or if you listened, you may remember that Gigi said that I talk too much. So there's just a whole bunch of just like real and raw, unedited conversation. You even hear my dog barking in the background. It's just so real and raw. And we did not edit it at all on purpose. So go t- go check it out cuz we talk about a whole bunch of things. So make sure you go um, listen to it at some point. But what has life been like after our episode? That's a good question. We um Gigi and I went on our first unintentional hike and the reason I say that is because it we <laughs> It was supposed to be a baptism that we went to um, for our friends. So, glory to God. She got baptized. Um, and she was like, hey, let's go on a walk. And we we're like, yeah, I'm down. We all went on a walk. I was in a jean skirt. Gigi had some dunks on. Jaden had his dunks on. All black outfit. And it's kind of hot at this point, but we're like, we're good. We're good. And the walk turned into a trail. And the trail turned into a hike. So... Honestly, it was so funny, like, but I definitely enjoyed my time, and I'm sure Gigi and Jaden did as well, because they were with me, and um, also, what else, oh yes, Gigi and her boyfriend Matt um, had to say farewell until he comes back from college, he's not local, so she's not going to see him as much, so, but I know that God has so much in store for them, and during this time of transition, so, so matter of fact, before we get started with today's episode, I want to pray, um, before I forget, So, because today's gonna be a different kind of episode, and it's gonna be just me talking, and we're gonna call Gigi up, like I told you guys, and we're gonna be discussing what it is to stand in the gap um, for as intimate as a loved one, or even a generation as a whole. And we're gonna be looking at Moses in the book of Exodus. The reason we're talking about this today is because we underestimate the importance of being the one. Who is used by God to turn situations around? Sometimes God will use you to turn situations around that don't even involve you. So, this is why we really need to talk about this. So, but before we get into that, I do want to let you know, in case you don't know, I am a small business owner and I do own the shop Bless. You can find us on Instagram at shopwithbless.co and on TikTok at shopwithbless and we sell apparel goods keychains totes tumblers whole bunch more stickers and we just dropped some new stickers so make sure you go check those out and also we have a collection coming out card card (laughs) called heart after god this is what happens when you talk too fast um it's called heart after god and it's dropping september 23rd 2023 specifically at 12 p.m so be on the lookout so um, yeah, I think I said everything. That was a lot in just two weeks, but, um, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. So, Father God, I thank you for this episode. I thank you, God, that, um, You have allowed Gigi to get her hair done today, Father God. I pray that she loves the way it turns out. And I pray that you would just use me as I talk today. Use Gigi as we call her today, God. And I pray, God, that you would just have your way, God. I don't want to speak, God. I just want you to speak through me, God, because I know that even on the other end of this microphone, there is someone who needs to hear the good news. So Father God, let me be used as a vessel to do that today, God. And I thank you for today's episode in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So let's talk a little bit about a background about who is Moses in case you never read the Bible. That's okay. Not condemning you, but let's open our Bibles today. Yeah, we're going to Exodus starting with chapter one, I believe it is. Yeah. And we're gonna be talking about Moses, an Israelite who was born into a generation that was ungodly, so ungodly that the Egyptian king wanted to kill all the Israelites, be- or not all the Israelites, the boy Israelites, because they began to multiply too large. The Israelites in general were just too large to multiply. He was like, nah, like, there's more Israelites than there are Egyptians, like, this is not okay. So the Egyptians made Israelites their slaves. And Pharaoh ordered that Hebrew midwives, or women that assist in childbirth, watch as Hebrew women deliver their babies, so that if it was a boy, they would kill it, and if it was a girl, they would let her live. Um. And in the story, it says here in the Bible, but because the midwives feared God, they refused to obey the king's orders. They allowed the boys to live too. I paused on this because... It just shows me that God's plan was already in action. Moses was an Israelite boy. And because the midwives let the boys live, they allowed God's plan to prosper. They allowed God's plan to come forth. And they didn't even, I'm sure they didn't even know, like, Moses was going to be all that. Like, God knows everything. And this is why it's so important to obey God. And this is um, another example of that. The midwives obeying God, letting those boys live. Um, Then Pharaoh decided to throw the boys, the baby boys, into the Nile River since the Hebrew midwives wouldn't listen. And Moses' mother, um, she tried to hide him um, but could only do so for three months. And afterwards, she put Moses in a basket and laid that basket down on the Nile River. Glory to God, the Egyptian princess, also known as Pharaoh's daughter, opened it and felt sorry And adopted him as her own son. So, later on in life, Moses is already adopted by um, Pharaoh's daughter, so he's already in the Egyptian family, quote unquote. But later on in life, God appeared to Moses in a burning bush and told Moses to go to Pharaoh and tell him to let God's people go. And this wasn't just suddenly like God has been hearing the cries of the Israelites because of the harsh slave owners. They're like, they're like, have no mercy on these slaves. So God heard the cry of his people. And we have to remember that Israel, Israelites are God's people. God, That's God's firstborn son, if we look at it metaphorically. So God is really hurt by this. So he's like, I need someone who's going to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. So he went to Moses. Moses' initial reaction was like, who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead these people out of Egypt? And God reassured Moses and said that he will be with Moses. He's like, I will be with you. And he told them exactly what to say to Pharaoh. Moses had a clear word from God. Let's keep that in our minds. Moses had a clear word from God. Yet Moses was still hesitant and protested why he shouldn't. A lot of us are like this today. We'll have a clear depiction, a clear word from God telling us exactly what we need to do, but we are still hesitant. That hesitance, it comes from the pit of hell. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. That hesitance comes from the enemy because he knows what's on the other side of that obedience. So we just have to realize that that's one of the enemy's tactics is hesitance, obedience, and let's take a look at what Moses said. So he said, what if they don't believe? And God, what he ended up doing was turning a staff into a snake and back to a staff. So he performed a miracle in front of Moses. So that, um, what if they don't believe statement, that is scratched off because God just showed him a miracle. And then Moses says, I'm not good with my words. And then God was like, I'll speak for you. And then the last thing Moses said was, please send anyone else. And God got angry because he's like, dude, I just showed you that I'm going to be with you. I just performed a miracle and I told you I'll speak for you. Why are you so hesitant? And I feel like a lot of us are like this today. Even me, myself, I can't sit here and say I'm not. But we'll find all these excuses to just not do what God wants us to do in our lives, to carry out our purpose. We'll just not do it because we'll find all these excuses. But God this, but God that. But God is literally telling you, like, I told you to do this. Do you think I'm just going to leave you dry? Basically, like, God will never leave us dry and out to do it ourselves. When he tells us to do something, he's always going to back us up. So that's what Moses didn't understand. So when God got angry angry with him, he decided to let Aaron, his brother, Moses' brother, to come with him and be his spokesman because Moses was scared of his own speech, right? So Aaron and Moses went before Pharaoh and told him to let Israel go. But Pharaoh was so stubborn and Moses began to think twice again when God told him to go tell Pharaoh again. God gave the speaking job to Aaron. Aaron became the prophet and so Moses missed out on this opportunity God was giving Moses a chance to like hey I'm telling you I'm gonna speak for you but because Moses was disobedient to that he gave that job to Aaron and this is also in today when we are not obedient to God's request he will find someone else best believe he'll find someone else honey you are not special I am not special. If we do not do what God called us to do, he will use someone else who is actually willing, actually available. So just keep that in mind. So Moses and Aaron performed miracles, but Pharaoh was still stubborn and would not let Israel go. And I love this because the more stubborn Pharaoh got, The more Moses' confidence grew in God. Because it kind of just showed Moses like, oh, oh, all right. So you see all this and you still don't believe that the Lord is God? You still don't believe that I'm going to take these people out just like God said I am? So he started to gain his confidence in God. And he's like, all right. So he told Pharaoh, all right, well, you're going to know that there is no one like our God He told Pharaoh that. Not Aaron. The Bible said that Moses told Pharaoh that. And last time I checked, the old Moses said that he he, he was scared of his speech. He was scared that he's not going to say things right. He was scared because his words don't come out the right way. But this is Moses telling Pharaoh, like, you're going to know God is real. And I just love that because it shows that there's a change in character already in Moses. All because of his obedience. During the plague of darkness because there was a bunch of plague plagues so that pharaoh would let the people go and see that god is real so during the plague of darkness pharaoh told moses fine you can go with your people but leave your flocks and herds this made me think too because past moses would probably take that deal like okay fine i'll take the people you take the flocks and herds. that's totally okay god just told me to bring the people but this Moses is kind of surprised me and was like, nah, we want all the animals. We want all the livestock for the Lord, our God. And I'm like, wow. So Moses really is changing. He's changing because his confidence is growing and his confidence is growing because he's obedient. I feel like this episode should just be called obedience to God again. this is just like a part two of just like where obedience can take you so then there was more plagues until pharaoh finally listened when a plague passed and killed all the firstborn egyptian sons and it even killed pharaoh's firstborn son as well so then pharaoh and the egyptians let the israelites livestock and flocks go all of it Nothing left. So life is good. Moses got the Israelites out of Egypt. They're chilling. But then later on, Pharaoh changed his mind and came after Moses, Aaron, and the Israelites. But Moses said here, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. And then God parted the Red Sea. Like, okay, Moses, being confident in God. Because he literally told the people, even after, like, the, like Pharaoh's coming after them. Like they're just coming after the Israelites. But Moses was like, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. He's so confident in God's character. He's so confident because he's seen all that God can do. Us today, we see all that God can do. Us followers of Christ, we see that God is real. We see all that he can do. But yet, some parts of us are still hesitant to be used by him. Because we're like, okay, but what if, what if, what if. Take out the what if. Be calm and know that God will rescue So then Moses sings a song of deliverance, and in the song he sings, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God, and I will praise Him. My father's God, and I will exalt Him. So a beautiful ending to a beautiful story. I know that was a very long story for some reason. I feel like it went longer than I expected it to, but that's totally okay because I just want you guys to understand, and I don't even want myself to understand that, Moses, he was obedient to God. Although he was hesitant, he still went out and did what God called him to do. He was scared, but he still went out and did what God called him to do. And because he took that leap of faith, because he stepped even though he was scared, God grew his confidence. And Moses did have a change of character the more he walked with God. And we see that when he started talking to Pharaoh himself, and even when he told the Israelites, like, be calm, be still, God is going to deliver. And the more Moses was obedient to God, the more the Egyptians feared him, and he gained more confidence again in God, all because he stood up to the king of ungodly people. It's our turn to stand up to the king of the ungodliness. Stand up to that enemy. Because even when we're scared, even when we are doubting, we have to see the victory before it comes to pass. And that takes faith. Seeing the victory before it comes to pass. What does that look like for you? What do you have to see before it comes to pass? What do you have to believe before it comes to pass? Do you have to write that down? Go ahead and write that down. Pray about it fast and let God know that you're serious like I want to see this victory but also don't be surprised when he uses you to carry out that victory sometimes we are called to stand in the gap we are called to be the ones who to intercede for a generation to intercede for a loved one because at the end of the day all we need is faith whether it's a friend's faith or your faith faith is what causes us with the power of god to win these battles and that's important so i think i've talked a lot so we're gonna have Gigi come on here and we're gonna talk to her about her testimony of how she has been interceding or standing in the gap so, Gigi, for wanna, her generation for her family so, and what that's hey, been like for her i miss you guys and super super sorry
1: that i um i'm not there in person I did have a hair appointment. I, I'm at my hair appointment right now, but um, yeah, I, I totally forgot like how I'm gonna like be at my appointment. But I also had a podcast to do today, so I'm super sorry for that um, inconvenience. But um, today, I just want to let you guys know. Like, so basically, I've been I've been praying for certain things to happen in my family. You know, like for restoration that my family will be saved, that they will be delivered and restored and i remember like i would just after school like it would be after school or just like on the weekend i'll just be in my room and i'll be on my knees just crying and crying and just praying out to god praying to god and crying out to him and asking him to intercede into their lives so that they can be touched by him so that they could be delivered and saved and literally like um not too long ago like i just been I've been getting informed that, and I and I see it with my own eyes as well, that my family, like certain people in my family, have been talking about God more. Um, shout out to my cousin Jazlyn. <laughs> Jazlyn Cuevas, She she's definitely a changed person. And like, what gets to me is that, like, because I decided to stand in the gap for my family and not give up on praying for them, I have seen God move like he's just been moving and moving like not only my one cousin Jasmine, but like a couple of more cousins that has been talking to God and just yeah I just I just been seeing God move in my family because I have decided to intercede and I'm sure India also has been praying for our family so yeah
0: so if you don't mind um sharing what are some things that you've been praying about, or has there any has there been any specific prayers to God that you see manifesting?
1: Yes. so um, just like how I was saying, like I specifically was praying for my for my family, like in general, not only my cousins, but my aunts, my uncles, for them to be saved. For, for God to soften their hearts so that they can repent and draw near to him. And that's, that's like, specifically what I've been praying for over my family. And, of course, for protection. And
0: so you've been praying that God would soften their hearts?
1: Yes, that, that God would soften their hearts so that they can repent and draw near to him. And I've been seeing it come to pass, like, in some of my um, cousins' lives. And it's just amazing what God is doing. Definitely looking forward to more um signs, wonders and miracles and more salvations, more healings, more deliverances, more restoration. So
0: Yeah, um one thing that I would probably advise you to do is keep track of what God has done and every time that you see physically an answer an answered prayer, then write that down. Because then yeah. it will show you like god truly has been working here is the evidence like and even to yourself even when you're just looking at it yourself you're not even showing anyone it'll just boost your faith and boost your confidence in god and that's what we've been talking about is how moses was confident in god and i just think that's the biggest thing if you really write these things down you will know and they will stick to your brain like oh i remember god did that yeah amen and again, it's up to them to keep their salvation. But the moral is that God answered your prayer.
1: Yes. yes but at I did. the end of
0: the day it's up to them to keep the salvation. Right. So thank you, Gigi, for coming on here with us. I know you're busy right now, so thanks for going out of your way. Of course. And um is there anything you'd like to say to the show before you leave?
1: Um, I love you guys. And I'm praying for all of you guys. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. All right,
1: G. All right, love you. Love you.
0: What Gigi had said was honestly so true. I even see um, my family, you know, little by little getting interested in God. And that's what's important. It's not... God but you didn't answer this the way I wanted it to. No, 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 no. God answered your prayer. They are seeing, they are interested. You have to be that example. Is what God is like telling me like be that example. And when you are that example, others will kind of like adapt to that and be like, "Oh, okay, this is different. Like I'm interested." And that's how you can bring your family in you have to be that example you cannot conform to their ways because then they're going to be like you hypocrite you're teaching me this and this and that but you're just like me so let's be grounded in our words and let's stand in the gap let's pray let's intercede for our nation for our generation for our family because they will be saved and declare that in faith that they will be saved and and thank God in advance thank you God that my family is saved thank you God that my uncle is saved thank you God that my cousin is saved because that is true faith that is seeing it before seeing it. And I love that. And I can go on for days about that. But I feel like this episode's already, you know, served its purpose. So I just want to end this right here. And I want to thank you guys for all listening. Um, again, the moral of the story is to just be obedient to God, even through the hesitance. Break through that wall of hesitance and do it even when you're scared. Because that is how your confidence grows in God. So thank you, God, for... Um, A brand new episode, like always. Thank you, God, for brand new content. Thank you, God, for letting us study something new today. Moses, which we've never studied before, but... Thank you, God, that you have revealed to us that it's not about how scared we are, but it's about how willing we are. Are we going to be a willing generation, God? So I pray against the spirit of hesitance. I pray against the spirit of timidity. I pray against the spirit of fear. And I cast it out right now in the name of Jesus and I break its power over myself and everyone under the sound of my voice. Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that we will walk in freedom and victory even before we see it physically, God. I thank you, God, because you're going to use us to stand in the gap. You're going to use me to stand in the gap for my family, for my friends, for my generation, God, and even for my elders, God. I thank you, God, for everything that um, you're just going to do. And even though I can't see it right now, God, I thank you that it's going to come to pass. I declare that and I seal these words in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode, and I'll see you guys again with Gigi, God willing, um, in two Thursdays. And today is August 17th, so you can do the math. Um, And I love you guys. God bless you guys in the mighty name of Jesus. Bye!